The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is your moment. Your moment to move forward and make progress. It's time to see where an education can take you. For over 130 years, Strayer University has been at the forefront of change, offering programs that help students like you get ahead and stay ahead so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. This week on Tooling Review, because you demanded it, it's Batman versus Big B, a wolf in Gotham number three. Ow, ow, ow. Number three, number three, number three. We did number one, right? No, we didn't. We haven't done any of these. I haven't done any of these. Maybe oh. you have. I mean, uh, I believe I like the reviews we, are up on the maybe site. I, maybe I reviewed it for the site then. Maybe you did. I mean, I've read all three of the issues, so, you know, I'm I'm hip to what's going on. Um, and so um, this is very much a middle issue. Things have happened. The bad guys have blown up a bunch of library repositories and Batman and Bigby are out there trying to solve the crime. But as with any traditional uh, crossover, because this is a crossover between fables and DC comics, and I've got a story about that in a moment, but as often happens when main characters meet from those crossovers, the first thing they have to do is not get along. The second thing that they have to do is fight and blame each other instead of Mm -hmm. talking it out. And so that's basically where we're at in issue three, is that Batman's like, I'm going to go kill a wolf, and uh, not understanding that it's Bigby, and um, they, they fight. And and that's really the crux of this issue. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. What'd you think? What'd you think of the story? We'll get to art and stuff uh, in a moment. I didn't like it. Um, How come? It, it's very confusing, because, you know, we start out with, what seem to be literary creators or characters or something. Yeah. So the gang, so the gang, up. yeah. Yeah. So the gang names themselves after authors. They're, they're a, okay. a bibliophile gang. So okay. all their stuff and has to be bibliophile. So it's very much like a, almost like a Batman 66 kind of thing where right. all of the, the goons are all named after some play on words of whatever the Riddler scheme is. Right, and they're working for a Batman sixty six villain, or at least they seem to be working for yeah, the bookworm. bookworm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, yeah, no, they, well, they try. I don't think it's the bookworm because at one point in one of the issues, Batman says, "Well, the bookworm is supposed to be on this island. I'm having someone fly there to confirm, but he's supposed to be retired." So that I was have the, a feeling that was his guy in the bookworm's gang. Batman has agents no, no, no. in the gangs around Gotham. No, no, no. So Batman's talking about the real bookworm from back in the day. He's like, that bookworm retired. He's supposed to be on an island somewhere. I've got a, I've got a guy who is flying there now to check and make no. sure that he's still there. In yes, this that's, issue, that's, she, she asked, do you have a spy in the gang? She says, I did, but he retired. Yeah, that's. And I read that as the spy retired. Well, there's also another guy in like the first issue that retires and that may be the spy guy, but no, Batman specifically is talking about, maybe it's issue two, specifically talking about the, the bookworm character. 
Um, and so there is also something that's alluded to in either the first or second issue of this where the, the villain, the, the bad guy who is the bookworm that everyone thinks is the bookworm says, do you think they know who you really are? And he's like, I don't think so. Meaning that, and because of, because we've got Cinderella and because we've got Bigby Wolf and at least one other fable running around Gotham city. I think that this is a fable that has come into Gotham and is posing as the bookworm, the bookworm Batman's bookworm. Okay. Well now I hate this issue. <laughs> Why? Because none of that is in any way clear. None of that is clear. And well, I, I mean, if you like read the that... first issue and you read the third issue, you may have missed a lot of information in the second issue. All right. But even so, none of that is clear in here. And more importantly, the implication, uh, there's a big splash page with someone who looks to be either the bookworm or someone pretending to be the bookworm. Mm -hmm. Then we have a discussion between Batman and the new commissioner, or that actually may be Cinderella. I don't know. That's Cinder. That's Cinderella. And she's not the commissioner. Yeah. Jim Gordon is still in charge. Right. Uh, she, she is and a, Batman she's a and Commissioner Gordon have a discussion yeah. where they're talking about it. And it implies that bookworm is still active and that his guy retired. And I just, I, I don't like any of this. The part where Batman is like, I'm going to go and kill me at a wolf bothers me the fact that throughout this issue we keep having references to his army of robins yeah and how the the robins are all like these little kids that he has yeah. taken in off the street and i'm just like i swear to god if at any point they say child soldiers i am out i don't I think they say child soldiers out. so i'm just i'm you may not have read the first issue then uh because the yeah. whole army of robins things was also in the very first issue yeah and so I, um, I remember not liking it when I read it and I, you know, I yeah, don't so, feel like. Go ahead. I, I don't feel like this is a Batman that I'm interested in reading about. I feel like this is in some ways a distillation of some of the worst new earth Batman tropes uh, that sadly we kind of have to blame a little bit on Mark Wade coming out of the Tower of Babel storyline. You know, he's got his army running around. There's a point in this story, and this is the point where I said, no, I'm out. Bigby and Bruce Wayne hear the explosions, and they're standing on in, in broad daylight. They're standing, well, not broad daylight, but they're clearly visible. They are lit. They're standing on the side of a building, and Bruce Wayne is like, my city! And then he leaps off the, the edge of the building and takes his little bat gun and goes, chunk and calls to Dick to gather the robins. And I'm just like, what? What in the world is he's, this? He's leaping into action. Right. With no mask. Well, there's no time to spare. Note um, that there are it, clearly people right there. There are people the, behind him when he and Big B yes, go for the railing and, it, and jump. And if you, if you look at that, they're all running away, so their back is turned. You know, I'm not going to give Barry Allen a pass for bad secret identity protection. I'm not going to give this Batman a pass. <laughs> I'm, I'm also saying, bothered by the fact that when just we get that the female Robin, their backs are turned. Yeah. I don't know who uh, she Stephanie. is, but she's wearing Stephanie's costume. Is it's, that Stephanie? It's Stephanie. Yes. Do they identify her? Uh, I believe in a previous issue. Yes. Well, in a previous issue doesn't count. I'm not reviewing a previous issue. I'm reviewing issue three. Well, uh, this yeah. is part three of five. So, you know, granted. You should try to write a comic so that anyone coming in can figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, 
this though, in a mini series does mm-hmm. have specific chapters that tell a beginning, middle and end. And mm-hmm. so for that reason, that's why I, I made sure to read the first two issues. Cause I had a feeling coming into this, knowing Bill William, that this was going to be uh, probably a little hard to parse if you just came in blind, because there's a lot of stuff going on here. And mm-hmm. so I made sure to go back and read and make, you know, make some checks and go, okay, so this is definitely Cinderella. This is definitely, you know, so-and-so this is, you know, this is Stephanie. Cause you know, the, the person who's training all the Robins wearing a Robin costume is Dick Grayson, right? Mm-hmm. Tim is around. Uh, Damien is around. Stephanie is around. You know, he's got this, this team of uh, kids that are all potential Robins. And so you have to think, well, is this the way the Robins series currently running at DC comics are about to launch at DC comics? Is that what this is all about? And if no. so, that would be fine. Except that we then say, okay, why is Dick Grayson wearing a Robin costume? And then at some point you say, ah, that's because this is not set in any kind of current continuity. And this gets into uh, something that happened to me almost 20 years ago. Fables had, was, just, uh, was just a huge deal at the time. It was probably still within its first or second year of probably its second year of, of running. Uh, my wife and I went to the San Diego Comic-Con and we specifically sat in on the Bill Willingham, uh, Lila Sturges Fables panel, the DC panel. And one of the questions that I asked that got Bill Willingham really mad was that, okay, since these fables are crossing over into other continuities, uh, you know, into the real world, and since they are fictional and Batman is fictional, what is to say that Batman isn't someone that is also a quote unquote fable that they could cross over into that world? And Bill Willingham is like, get out. I don't want to hear that. And uh, I mean, he was joking, of course. But when I read this part specifically about Dick Grayson is still Robin and we're seeing all of these Robins that make no sense and we're seeing Batman acting like a Batman that makes no sense. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if this isn't that idea explored. Like what if Batman, because of the real world, because of the way that fables work, you can't kill him, but they have their own thing. What if Batman is a fable and this is just them crossing into the world? I mean, uh, Big B and uh, Cindy at one point, I believe it's in this issue, have a face-to-face conversation. And she says, um, we've crossed over here. Have you found the person that we're looking for? Again, not no, that, implying not that they're going from, from the fables world to New York City, the quote-unquote real world, but to this DC world, which could be anything uh, of its own. And so that gives Bill William free reign to do whatever he wants with Batman. Now, that doesn't excuse, um, you know, you not. I'm not saying that that is an excuse for why you don't like the comic. You're totally entitled to not liking the comic. But as I read through this and as I start saying, OK, what is Willingham known for? He's really you know, known for spinning these tales of stuff that messes with your idea of what you know about these fictional characters. and. That's what I think is going on here. I think we're going to find at the end that that at some point Batman's going to get shot and then he's going to get right back up and he's going to go, why am I not dead? It's because I'm Batman and they're they're going to have to explain to him. No, you are a fictional character uh, and you are you are a fable. Uh, That would not surprise me if that is how this issue ends. But 
from the story perspective, mm-hmm. which then leads me into the art of this issue. Mm-hmm. This is very much nineties Batman. Mm-hmm. And from the, the way ways. that the, well, yeah, uh, both in the worst ways and, and maybe some of the, the better ways, but the way that the story is told and then specifically the art feels it's like it's just ripped out of a 1997 Batman book. Uh, I don't remember who the artist is on this off the top of my head, but the art and inking just reminds me of like who, who did that initial um, Nightwing run with? Was it Chuck Dixon was the writer on that? Scott McDaniel. That's who uh, this art kind yeah, of reminds me of. Brian Level and uh, Jay Leaston on ink. Yeah, that's kind of how this art reminds me of that. And especially with the coloring too, just screams, I'm reading a 1990s comic book or a comic book that came out around the same time that Fables came out. Mm -hmm. So I'm not really a fan of this art. Um, There's a lot of wonkiness in the way faces and mouths are drawn. Uh, Mm -hmm. I like composition. I like the style. Uh, The colors are very reminiscent of a different time. So I kind of like that stuff, but some of the wonkiness in the faces, I just can't, I can't get. Yeah. The sequence where Cinderella is yelling at uh, the squadron of cops is framed really neat. But then you, you look at her face and she's got these enormous glasses and huge alien eyes. And I'm just like, yeah, well, turn turn the page and then look at the cop who's screaming a medic. No, that's just like. What's going on with that guy's face? And then go to the next page where Batman is talking with Gordon and the close up of Batman. It's like, that's not how a mouth works. If you look at the shot that really kills me is uh, the fully armored Batman with the rifle. Yeah. Unlike the one of the last pages coming at Bigby. Yeah. First of all, I mean, Batman with a rifle, my teeth are itching, but I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm willing to give it a chance. I mean, they're rubber bullets. I swear. Eh, It's still a rifle. Um, but I look at that sequence and I'm just like, boy, how's he going to sneak up on anybody? That's well, he can't. And that's pounds of armor. And that, and that's the thing, right? So in the first Sneaking issue, Batman and, and Big B, uh, kind of fought and Batman took, uh, Big B out with, uh, smoke grenade. He doesn't know that Big B is the wolf. Uh, Big B escapes in issue two and then they meet at the end of issue two and Big right. B is like Bruce Wayne. And then he leans in. And he's like, I know you're Batman. I can smell you. And that's when everything blows up. And, and so at this point, um, while Batman may not still know that the wolf is Bigby, uh, mm-hmm. he knows that this is just, this is just, I, man, I just want to say that armored Batman, crazy uh, army of Robins, Batman 66 reference. I'm just, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that I think that this Batman is in a quote unquote fables world and this is not your DC comics, Batman that you, that you're familiar with, but this is a, an amalgamation of Batman from all of the Batman stories that we've heard over the years and what people have, con- have thought through in their minds. And so this is the Batman that this is the, the, what is it? Uh, a Tulpa Batman that we right. have, have manifested into this story. If that and is if, and true, if, and if that's the case, the only way that I think that. I might be into reading more of this. Yeah. And so I think this is a five issue miniseries, maybe a six issue miniseries because it's DC six. comics. Yeah. I'm definitely going to read the rest of this 
just to see if my hunch plays out more than likely I'm completely off the mark and I I'm fine with being completely off the mark. Uh, one of the nice things about, you know, fan theories and things is that we can go down into these realms. Uh, the bad thing about fan theories is if when the solution is revealed, you still insist your answer is the right answer. That's where mm-hmm. fan, that's where fans get really bad. But <laughs> at this point, the, everything that we have seen and everything that's been built up really points to, man, I think they're all fables because again, you're thinking, uh, why is Stephanie Brown in this issue? Mm-hmm. Well, because she's a fable, but Stephanie Brown died. Right. But remember fables, when you believe in them enough, they come back to life. That's why Big Stephanie B Wolf can Brown be shot. Died, they retconned her death. Right, right, right. But I mean, that can be the, the in-story explanation here for those people that are like, oh no, she died. Well, no, she didn't die. She came back to life. She got better, right? That's the joke, right? She, she died, but she got better. That's just like right, what happened to Big B Wolf in the first arc of, uh, of fables, right? Um, who was it? Uh, Goldilocks just annihilates Big B and, and you're, it's just like this shocking ending. And then the next issue, you see him regrowing himself back up and she's like, I know we're fables. I knew it wasn't going to kill you, but I knew it was going to stop you. Uh, so that could very well be what's going on here. Um, mm. That being said, I could totally understand why you don't like this. Yeah, um, I don't like this. from the art alone. I don't like, I don't like this series based on the art. Um, it's everything it, that I didn't like about the nineties comics with Batman or the, the late nineties, early two thousands. It reminds me of, uh, visually, it reminds me of eclipse comics from about 1987, 88, when they were really trying to compete with Marvel and DC. And when they were doing that thing, uh, around the total eclipse era, where they were trying to mix together various things that didn't go together. Mm-hmm. So you'd have like Miracle Man's side by side with uh, Beanish from the Bean World, mm-hmm. and neither of them would be quite right. And that's that's really how I feel about this. I mean, I enjoy Fables up to a point. I feel like Fables did not stick an ending at all, and I feel like it really overstayed its welcome, at least for me. But some of those early Fable stories are phenomenal, and this feels like it lessens Batman and it lessens Bigby for me because first of all, I I don't see Bigby Wolf running around Gotham city like this and, you know, busting things up unless as you say, there's something we don't know. Well, yeah. So yeah, no, he's definitely not the wolf killer that everyone is after. And certainly with Cindy being there on the police force to kind of steer the situation around big wolf sightings. Um, mm-hmm. you know, most of this issue has, or most of this series so far has been him as Bigby. Um, right. we only saw him, I think in the middle towards the end of issue two as the wolf. And then here again, as, as the wolf, when it's finally revealed right. for people who don't know what's going on. Um, right. yeah, no, but I don't see big, big B as a killer being, here. Big B is being herded like a dumb animal by a couple of teenage Robins bugs me. Uh, and even though, you know, you get to a point where he's like, this is really getting out of hand. It's like, he's, he's playing just with out, he, he, but he doesn't feel like he's playing with him. It doesn't feel like it's in character for Big B to let this happen to him unless he's, you know, specifically trying to lead Batman into an and ambush, he, which he might be right. I hope because, so, but it, because the thing at the very end, show us that, you know, we no, get to the end, it's like, that, ah, I attack you. That, yeah, except at the end when Batman says, I do attack you, and Big B is like, uh, dumbass, you fooled me the first time. Did you really think that that was going to work a second time? And then Batman's <laughs> like, well, what? It talks. And it's like, yeah, 
uh, at this point, it does feel like Big B has trapped you so that Big B can now get Batman into a position to say, okay, let's, let's explain stuff. Although Big B right. has been, uh, historically in the fables, someone who is willing to be the heavy a jerk. Uh, yeah. The True. heavy and a jerk. He's the one that's willing to go and do the battles that the others won't. And I don't know what was going on in the Cinderella arc, uh, story arc. I remember, uh, in that mini series where she was a Cinderella agent of whatever, she was a secret agent kind of person. Mm-hmm. This also seems to imply that they are on a secret undercover mission, undercover uh, working mission. for their secret fables organization, whatever that is. So I, I like the direction in which this story is going. I may not like all of the dialogue, um, but I like this kind of weirdness of what's with all this team Robin and why is Dick in a Robin costume and why is, you know, why is all this going on? And then just starting to think, okay, what has happened in the past that might lead you to come to a potentially awesome ending, uh, three issues from now. Uh, and I think that that for me is enough to, even though I don't like the art and I don't like a lot of the dialogue, like you said, I'm going to go kill a wolf and, uh, mm-hmm. kind of the, uh, all-star kind of stuff. Yeah. A little bit My of the Batman, uh, shows up, <laughs> I think is, is somewhat distracting, but yeah. then again, if that's what the author wants, the writer wants to do and the editor approves it, then I guess we kind of can go along with it or not. And that's what, you know, dear listeners, if you have come this far into the show, you've heard both of our perspectives on this. So I think ultimately this boils down to whether you're interested in this or not. Mm-hmm. I was a huge fables fan. I am a huge Bill Willingham fan from way, 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 way back. Um, all the way back to like maze agency and probably before that. A, a elementals volume one, baby. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Elementals too. Yeah. Um, you know, I've interacted with Bill and his cohorts. Uh, we've, we're big fans of Chris Roberson. We're big fans of Lila Sturgis here. We are big fans of Mark Finn here. Uh, so I'm willing to give them a little bit of a pass. Also, the other thing that I'm, I'm kind of willing to give a little bit of pass to is that it's been like six, eight years, 10 years since we've seen fables. Was it 2015 when the last issue came out? Something like that. So it's been like, it's been a while since we've seen, um, you know, him crack the book open and, uh, What is this? Wait a minute. Issue. Wait a minute. The series ended in issue 150. Right. Um, Fables 150. It was released was in actually... July. In July 2015 is when that one came out. Okay. So that's like yep. seven years. That later. was the issue that was itself a trade paperback. Yes. 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 But this next sentence has me stumbling over myself. Mm-hmm. Fables will be starting with it restarting with issue 151 for a 12 issue arc in May 2022. I don't remember seeing any of this announced. Everything old is new again. Hey, so maybe this is, you know, this big Batman crossover is Bill Willingham going. I recognize you, Steven Schleicher, that kid from the back of the room at the comic con from uh, 20 years ago. Here's no. this story just for you. Or he could be saying, <laughs> here's my chance to kind of stretch my legs and reintroduce the greater world to fables and hope that, um, everything can still be fun when my new series kicks off in May, because let's see. Three issues from now, December, January, February, that gives them two months to promote the heck out of the first issue of Fables, number one. Mm. That gives them, oh, that gives them 
April for trade paperback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. ah, Mark mm-hmm. Buckingham, big fan of Mark Buckingham too. So boy, I hate this more and more. Every time Why is that? you say more things because now I'm really mad. Um, I don't have a problem with fables coming back in as much as if it's good. But I also feel like, you know, the idea that this, you know, this crossover that really isn't tenable for either Batman or the fables is probably a big launching point to remind people who love Batman that also fables exists. And I'm just like, I mean, that's, that's just me saying this. I'm not saying that this is why they're no, doing I mean, it, but this certainly but this gives, is why they're doing it. I mean, they're if you're going to limited leading up to next year, when we're going to have a relaunch of fables, this is, yeah. Hey, it's the, it's the Spider-Man second issue cameo. This is the, Hey, we're going to make it all work. <laughs> <laughs> so bottom line for me is I, I find this fine. And this is fine. I I'm definitely going to be reading the next three issues just to see where this goes. Um, but I like it, but that's just me. Uh, I'm kind of already got shown my bias and saying that I like Mark w- Willingham and, and everybody that I've already mentioned. So there's my bias. Just like if you say Mark Wade has written something, there's my bias. Just like you say, Umberto Ramos has done the art. There's my bias. So for me, I find this fine and I'll read it. You may not have that same bias that I do, uh, dear listener. So if you do not want to read it based on what we have discussed, that is fine. Matthew, your final thoughts. Um, generally when it comes to reviews, we kind of have a, a loose, uh, should you check it out? Should you buy it? Should you skip it? Um, as a general rule, I don't like to break those, but I feel like a fourth category of run, run fast and run far, um, might be possible. I don't know. This is a comic book that I think you could just say off. skip it. I think you could just say, yeah. Skip it. Okay. I'll just say skip it. You don't have to it be, really you don't have to go down the mean, mean road possible ways i don't want to be mean i mean this is the thing if you read this and you love it that doesn't make you wrong that makes you somebody who enjoys something that i didn't that happens all the time i mean some people juggle geese it's just a thing that happens but as far as me i didn't like this issue on a number of levels and i think the biggest problem for me is when you do the crossover you got to give me the MacGuffin that makes the crossover possible. Right. And that's or at this, least something that this, hand waves it. Who's the, and book I don't work? necessarily feel like this has done that. And so, eh, you know, it's bookworm. He'll be back. He's a bookworm. He's yeah. No, bookworm. I really think that this, I really think that the bookworm character is some, is a fable that's you know escaped and that's who they're hunting. Down. It's probably Mr. Mind inside the bookworm. going. <laughs> yes. And then, and then Shazam is going to come in and, uh, yank, uh, yank Mr. Mind outside of uh, Skeets and that's how the yep. whole series is going to end. In fact, I think Willingham wasn't Willingham involved in 52? No, I don't think so. Uh, you have to go and look. I, I could have swore that he was also involved in in some way, shape, or form. I don't think so. I want to say that was uh, I know Wade, it was Mark Wade. Morrison. Um, maybe Azarello? There were, there were four basic people writing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. One person liked the book. Yeah, it was the other Wade, person Morris hated the book. Rucka and John's attorneys okay. at law. Um, so you can go and figure out. Also, Keith Keith Giffen uh, was in on that. Um, mm-hmm. you can you can judge based on that where we go from here. We ended up on this uh, book this week, thanks to our dear 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 listeners. 
who went over to our patreon.com slash major spoilers website to let us know what book we should review for the next episode. Now, here's the thing. Um, I would love to tell you what is coming out next week, but I'll be completely honest with you here. I have no idea what's going on with previews world. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, they were part of a ransomware hack attack and they were um, trying to recover. And we mentioned last week when we looked at their new releases that they didn't have anything in their new releases category. Okay. They have, however, since then, and I'm going to guess Tuesday night uh, of, of this past week, they posted everything that was coming out on November 17th, which was Wednesday of this week. And if you go over to their site and you look at November 17th, you'll see that they have a list of all of the comics that are there. However, if you go in and you say, okay, let me look and see what's going on for November 24th. And you click on that link again, it's a blank document. Like they're just waiting to populate it with content. And so I can't tell you what's coming out next week. We could go over to the comicsology.com website uh, mm -hmm. and I could, I could give you some listings of comics that are coming out next week there. But even that is starting to get uh, a little bit more complex for the main reason is I don't know how much longer. So the comicsology.com website is going away because of this uh, Amazon wants a tighter integration with the Amazon brand. I mean, your account's not going away. In fact, most of you, if you have a Comixology account, have already been asked to switch your Comixology account to your Amazon account and merge it together. You're not losing any of your digital comics, right? You still can go and, and now you can read your Comixology comics on your Kindle app or really anywhere. Uh, so you still have access to all your books, but now everything is going through the Amazon.com website. Uh, for your, for your comics, unfortunately, and they, they have shared the, um, the comicsology web page, uh, on the Amazon site. I think it's just under comics, digital comics, I believe. Mm -hmm. But when you go to that page, comicsology has a thing by saying, here's what's coming out in the weeks ahead. If you go to the Amazon page, they have no such thing. So I don't know mm -hmm. what we're going to do in the future. If previews world continues to wait until the Monday or Tuesday before comics release, to update this list uh, because once the comicsology.com website goes away, now that's not going to go away just yet. I got an email the other day that said, Hey, we're running behind or something's holding it up. So it'll be probably February or March before um, the comicsology complete switchover happens. And I think J Michael T uh, if he's in the chat uh, will uh, confirm this. Cause I think he's on the beta. I think he's under an NDA beta thing with that, but um, so I don't know what to tell you, uh, in the future of how we're going to do this show. My favorite thing is I enjoy having you participate and I enjoy, uh, going in blind and going, Oh boy, what is everyone going to pick for us to read this week? Uh, because I think quite honestly, over the last, I think four years that we've been doing this format, three or four years that I've been exposed to a lot more comics that I would never have picked up had it not been for our dear, 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 dear listeners, uh, selecting those comics for us. So for that, I really thank you. And, and I kind of, I need to send an email to somebody at comiXology saying, curse you comiXology fix, fix your releases over on the Amazon page. Um, because I, th there's a bigger issue that I'll get to in a minute. So I don't know what's going on. Um, and I don't know how we're going to deal with this in the future. Okay. 
I'm also not going to tell you what's coming out next week, even though I can easily go over to the Comixology website right now and filter by date and filter by publisher and tell you, hey, there's a Almost American coming out next week, as well as Spider-Man issues uh, coming out next week, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Action Comics coming out. I could tell you all of those things. But the thing that you also have to keep in mind is next week is Thanksgiving here in the United States of America. And because of that, we don't have a show next week. So I'm not going to tease you and say, hey, everybody, go in and tell us what comic you want us to review next week because we're not going to do a show. So that's a lot of uh, <laughs> of wasted time for you. So I'm not that's going to go. Bunk. I'm not going to go through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alderaan. So so that whole long story was a lead up to me saying, hey, we don't have a show next week. Don't bother going and looking for the links to uh, cast your vote over at Patreon.com slash major spoilers. Um, you know what a, a perfect Thanksgiving gift would be to, if you're not already a patron to go, uh, go over and sign up and become a patron at patreon.com slash major spoilers. I think you'll really like what we have going on over there. Uh, but we're not going to have a show next week. Uh, if you're already a patron, thank you. Uh, one of the things that I'm very thankful for in this Thanksgiving season is, is all of our patrons. So thank you very much. Um, so no show next week, my greater concern, Matthew, and, and I kind of am interested in uh, a little bit of your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. My greater concern about a site like Comixology and a site like Previews World waiting until the very last minute to let you know what is coming out that particular week seems very dangerous to the physical comic world. Now, I know the and the reason is, is because, oh, what's coming out this week? I, I want to go and see what's coming out this week so I know what I want to pick up when I go to my comic book store. What am I looking forward to or what can I look forward to next week in case I need to save my pennies so I can buy this 1099 comic? By the way, I think uh, Big B Wolf and Batman is uh, is no, it's not 89. It's 399. OK, so you got to save all 399 pennies to pick up that issue. By keeping everyone blind until the last minute, there's no real incentive for me to go to the comic book store. I mean, even mm-hmm. when you watch a television show, a procedural like The Flash, a drama like The Flash, they say, hey, next week on The Flash, they give you that teaser saying, hey, next week, come back because you're going to get this second chapter, or this next installment of our adventure. And that's kind of what these previews listings do, at least for me, is give me a chance to say, oh, look what's coming up. Oh, I didn't know that you know, that a blaze has this new Conan coming uh, out or that, you know, that the, I forgot that there's an army of darkness book coming out until I can see that complete list. Now, certainly sites like Majorspoilers.com, We run the previews uh, sneak peeks on the Tuesday before the Wednesday, but that's not every publisher. That's literally the gold tier of publishers that we cover. We, and maybe some of the lower tiers, I think Archie's up in the gold tier. So we cover Archie uh, and then mm-hmm. it's up to the rest of those minor publishers to reach out to us like in a blaze, like a Titan, like a, a, a Xenoscope. But we don't have access to know what's coming out next. And so that concerns me uh, for the future of stores. Now, I know the answer is, well, you guys got a previews book. Well, that's a lot different because that's telling you what's coming out during the month. And yes, right. some of those will list, some of those will say, hey, this is coming out on April 16th. But what happens when April 16th comes around and you've got a paper shortage? And you decide, oh, we're going to we're going to hold back on six books. You're going to show up on on April 16th. Oh, man, there's a new Black Sad volume out. Crap, mm-hmm. There's a new Black Sad volume out. I, I didn't know that. Um, crap. 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 Uh, yeah, I'm going to run. I'm going to run down to the store and say, uh, I want my volume of Black Sad volume six. They all fall down. Part two. It's a five ninety nine. It came out this week. Oh, man, I got to buy that now. Um, 
from Europe comics. And you're going to go to the store and they're like, uh, yeah, we didn't get that this week. And then you've wasted your trip down to the, to the comic book store. So that's my fear, Matthew, of these sites, not updating their stuff or publishers just, you know, I wish that publishers would, would reach out to us. Uh, mm-hmm. I know they're not, re- maybe they're reaching out to CBR. Maybe they're reaching out to Ble- bleeding cool. Maybe they're reaching out to comicbook.com. but I got to sort through a bunch of crap stuff before I can get to actual stuff. That's about comic books. So I doubt I will be able to find a complete rundown from even the publishers on those other sites. And so yeah. this concerns me about what do I want to go and buy? And I'm not me personally. I'm not someone who's just going to flick through uh, a side-scrolling thing on Amazon or Comixology or even a previous right. world site to say, "Oh, what's new this week?" So I don't know. What are your What are your thoughts? I actually agree. I mean, I, anytime I've been on Amazon, first of all, I feel like their their layout is completely counterintuitive, and I feel like shopping there is very very difficult. And if you are going to, you know, if you're going to have an industry where you literally have to order two months in advance, having the, not having the ability to see what's coming out in any given week that you ordered two months before or three months before, if it's delayed, is a problem. Because, you know, the last month or two, I've had issues where I'm like, hey, this comic is, they're telling me it's out this week. It's not here. And they're telling me it's out the next week and it's not here. And finally, the third week around, it pops up. But there's no place to check. I mean, I go to Comixology. Comixology says, here's the release date. I go to Previews. Previews says, here's the release date. But the release date changes. Nobody has that information. You can't go to DC's right. website or Marvel's website right. and get shipping information. So, yeah, I mean, some, of those just, are, uh, some of those are not updated. The most updated stuff comes from Comixology and Previews World. And, of course, major spoilers when we have it. But even then, mm-hmm. you know, I, when I do our previews, uh, our sneak peeks on Tuesdays, um, the publishers don't send us the solicitation information. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have to go and search for that solicitation information. Most of the time I'm going into the solicitation stuff that they sent us, you know, four months previous. Uh, yeah. so like today I went into the no, uh, for the November stuff. Uh, I went into something that we posted on the site three months ago to pull the solicitations. And I look and I can see even in the solicitations, they say a coming out on uh, October 30th or 31st or whatever that Wednesday was. And I'm like, wow, you Mm -hmm. guys missed that by like two weeks. And so even then you can't trust that stuff. So what I I guess what I'm saying is previews world, either freaking pay your ransom or get a different website and and get get your (laughs) stuff up and running. Um, The other thing is, go ahead and post what's coming up. I mean, what they used to say is, Hey, this list is subject to change. Please come back the day before for the most recent thing. And they're not doing that. And certainly COVID and, and lack of employees and other stuff that's going on with, with diamond is probably contributing to the fact that it's, I'm looking at November 24th and it's a blank screen. Um, Mm -hmm. some of that may be contributing to that, but if you want people to read comics, you literally cannot, expect them to scroll through on any website, uh, yes. even the major spoilers website to see something that catches their eye by chance, because here's the other thing, even as, as, as much as I like the comiXology website and the comiXology app, and I'm a big fan of comiXology. So there you go. I'm not a fan of Amazon, but I'm a big fan of comiXology and the things that they do. Um, I am not going to scroll through for this week. Uh, six pages of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times, seven times one, two, three, four, six. So 56 times six 
pages of uh, or uh, fifty six times six is uh, three hundred thirty six. Yeah, three hundred thirty six individual uh, pycons or images, uh, cover images, to see if that is a new comic or something that came out in nineteen seventy two or something that came out uh, this week. Mm-hmm. And even then, I I completely forgot Black Sad was coming out, uh, and I'm disappointed. I'm very disappointed in myself because that's a freaking awesome comic. Right. Uh, but it's only because I'm bitching and complaining that I'm scrolling through and saw because Black Sad is B and that's at the front of the alphabet, alphabetically, uh, that I'm seeing that because I'm certainly not going on to page six or page eight and scrolling down and looking and saying, oh, uh, here's Supergirl World of Tomorrow. Oh, I also didn't know that that new issue came out this week mm-hmm. um, because we don't have that listing. So what I'm, I'm saying is publishers, if you're listening and I know some of you are listening, I am more than happy. To host your updated listing of comics coming out each week. If you send it to me the Thursday before. If you send it to me the week before, I am more than happy to run this. Or even hold it until Tuesday morning if that's what you want. Although I don't don't suggest you do that. But I will run your list of comics that you're coming out if Previews World is not doing their job for you. I am willing to do that. I know it's a lot more work for me. Send it to me in a, in a freaking Excel spreadsheet, just like you're sending it to, to Previews World, just like you're sending it to Diamond. I will mm-hmm. run this for you. Okay? We have to, if you want this industries to survive, you can't rely on certain sites to try and promote your comics when they're inundated with wrestling, when they're inundated with video games and Pokemon cards. Okay? Mm-hmm. People aren't going to find that stuff on that kind of a website. You need to go to a website that is a comic book oriented website. And I think humbly, I say, I think major spoilers is that site. Now, the other site you could go to, if you don't want to go to major spoilers, I would certainly recommend the beat. Heidi McDonald does a fuck, uh, sorry, freaking fantastic job (laughs) of what she does over at the beat. Okay. So if you don't want to go through major spoilers, go to the beat. Okay. But don't rely on a podcast to let people know what's coming out in the next week. Even when we do that on this show we barely touch on 10% of the comics that are coming out. So I guess end of rant. I, I guess I kind of got worked up. I'm a little worked up this week, ladies and gentlemen, so I apologize. It happens. But here's the thing. We are off next week. I will see what's going on next week, next mm-hmm. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever day it is. Saturday, I will check. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Well, Wednesday. I don't want to wait too long because if we're going to continue to do this show and we're going to continue to do it with our fine listeners, our fantastic people who are listening, Matthew, they need a chance to vote. And we literally cannot, it doesn't work well for our scheduling for us to keep the, the voting open until Wednesday morning and then have everybody vote and then tabulate that up because, and then um, uh, we read that comic in less than 24 hours because number one, we have other things that we have to do. So, you know, again, until, as I mentioned in the pre-show, until we're able to hire people full time that we can dedicate a chunk of our time each day to sitting down and reading comics. Um, it's kind of hard to just say, Hey, you've got 30 minutes, read this comic and then talk about it. Um, Mm -hmm. number two, uh, we do get previews of comics that are coming out. Not all of them, uh, but we do get some previews from some publishers. We don't get, we don't get uh, review copies from DC comics right now for whatever reason. Um, but we do get review comics from a lot of other publishers. And if you're DC comics and you want us to continue to review your comics and you want to send us comp copies, uh, please help us out on that. But the, the other thing that happens is everybody, we have a few reviewers, but I think we got like five or six reviewers 
And uh, Sunday morning, there's a mad scramble for everybody to claim what comic they're going to read for the week. Yep. And so by Sunday morning, usually the week is already full of who is going to review what comic. Okay. And so if we <laughs> wait until Wednesday for the, for a poll to close and we may have to do this, there's a good chance that if the overwhelming number of people come out and say, Holy crap, there's a black sad comic coming that came out. Please review black sad. And I'm surprised you guys, I'm so disappointed that you guys didn't tell us to review black sad issue number two this week. I'm so disappointed uh-huh. in you guys. Black sad's a freaking awesome comic. Um, but here's the thing. There's a good chance that you guys could all say black sad number two and somebody else has already claimed it for the week. And I, even though it's my prerogative and I tell everybody that it's my prerogative because I'm the executive producer and I run the site that I can come to people and say, Hey, the fans want us to review this comic this week. You can't review it. Neener, neener, boo, boo. And then the person <laughs> says, well, I already reviewed the comic yesterday and it's already on the site or, uh, I already wrote the review and now you're telling me you're not going to run it because of your podcast. And I'm not someone that is a big fan of duplicate reviews. Occasionally right. they will slip through like once every six months, there will be a duplicate review. But for the most part, as I mentioned a moment ago, 336 comics, Matthew, mm-hmm. there are 336 comics. I think there's enough for everybody to review something different. Oh, absolutely. But the question is, do we want to? Yes. <laughs> I, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's a promise that I will make to you, dear listeners, right at this very moment. A promise from Stephen. Please stand by. If we ever have enough funding to pay people a decent wage for freelance work and we have enough funding to hire people full time. I guarantee mm-hmm. you that each week we will have a minimum of 150 reviews per week. Providing that there's not a pandemic and, and there's no comics coming out. Right. And maybe there's not 150 comics coming out that week, but I guarantee you that of all the comics that come out, we will review half of those comics. Every publisher that we have access to will be represented. Yeah, that is a lot of review. Just the red is in our chat. And by the way, listeners, if you are a patron at patreon.com slash major spoilers, connect your Patreon account to the discord server. And then Thursday nights at eight o'clock PM central time, you can come in and listen to us, record the show live chat along with us, just like just the red is. And, and she says, man, that's a lot of comics to review. That's a lot of reviews. You're dang right. But you know what? We don't need to run 30. That means we won't have to run 37 stories about Pokemon cards. Right. We'll only run 36 stories about Pokemon cards. No, we won't run any stories about Pokemon cards. Well, Do unless we, we have our, Pokemon no, cards? no, I'm trashing another website <laughs> and that's not right. But people who were listening beforehand know that I was aggravated you know that a very popular red website, only one third of their front page con- content, and they're supposed to be a comic book site. One third of their front page content was comic books. The other two thirds were Pokemon cards and video games and some other stuff. That sounds so, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I'm very serious about major spoilers and I think people can hear me that I'm very, very serious about major spoilers. And I'm very committed to major spoilers and I want it to be the best thing it can be. But if we're being hobbled because previews world can't get their act together and we're hobbled mm-hmm. because Amazon doesn't want to have a, here's what's coming up page. Even though if you do a search for a freaking book, it'll tell you if it's coming out in advance, you know, it'll say, Hey, uh, buy this book. Uh, it comes out in April of 2022. They have that already. Just do that for your comic book section. 
then that hobbles doing review. So what I'm saying is, dear listeners, is there's a very good chance that because of these other screw-ups that other people are doing, this show may not have a life past January. We'll see. If there's any uh, venture capitalists out there who just want to flush $10 million down the drain, uh, I guarantee you we'll be one of the best comic book websites out there. Can't guarantee you that you'll get your money back. Reach out to me, podcast, majorspoilers.com. Matthew, anything else you'd like to say uh, before we get out of here? Any comments, thoughts on anything that I have, uh, that I have shared as the, uh, this is really a VIP live chat uh, conversation, kind of is, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Uh, no, I mostly agree where I don't agree. It's not worth worrying about. And I've had a crappy day. So yeah, I'm with Steven. Woohoo. I'm Steven's backup. Yeah. <laughs> you can, whenever I walk into the room, you can carry the boom box and play it when I walk into the room. Yeah, exactly. And we'll have our sunglasses on and our, uh, and our, uh, I'll, I'll Russian... have the long black trench coat and you'll have <laughs> no, the, uh, the no, quick we have shop. to, no, uh, sorry. We have to wear. Then you can we have to wear velour tracksuit suits. Are we tracksuit Draculas now? We are. We are Russian mafia. Oh, okay. <laughs> if there's any Russian mafia that wants to uh, back us, don't don't reach. We out. are just we are run MSP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll wear my. Uh, I'll wear my white. What, what did they wear? Kids. What did they wear? Nike. Uh, Adidas. Oh, Adidas. Adidas. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'll wear my white Adidas and my my cool hat. So there you go. I will not wear white Adidas. I need listen I to this. Need, uh, we have recorded sport. a freaking long show for you guys, and we still have a flashback podcast still to record. Flashback. So uh, if you want to know more about the flashback podcast, we sit down with almost every episode of the flash and we talk about it. The first one's coming out this week. You can only get it when you become a patron at patreon.com slash major spoilers. We're going to go record that. Now we will be back in two weeks. Thank you so much. Everyone have a happy holiday. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.